the Constant State of Annoyance Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to the Constant State of Annoyance Podcast. Podcast. I am your host, George Blaha. Jesus fucking Christ, I love this song. This was a good idea, dude. Tame Impala, a say it right yeah, that's a great idea. Listen to this shit, dude. Sexy, dude. Just sexy. This song really makes me want to fuck, dude. This song really makes me want to fuck nice and slow. Just take it easy, dude. Just take it easy, dude. No need to do these violent shank-like humps. Just, you know, Slow stabbing, dude. A slow, torturous stabbing. That's what this song makes me want to fucking perform right now, dude. What the fuck is up, dude? I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are doing fine. I'm glad you're fucking here. This song was a good idea, you know. I really love it. I love good ideas. I feel like I'm a person that has a lot of good ideas, you know. And I know that's not something that you want to brag about. You know, because anyone who says, and I, we've all heard them, I'm so, I have a lot of ideas, man. It's like, but I don't know how to implement them. It's like, ah, shut up, you moron. We all think we have fucking ideas, dude. But most of us don't have squat, you know? Most of us aren't cut out for it, you know? <laughs> we're going to be fucking, not, not minimum wage workers, but we're going to be fucking lower middle class and die. Like, that. that's what we're destined for, you know? Quit pretending. But, you know, I'm young, so I guess it's good for me. It's healthy for me to, like, truly believe that, yeah, I do have good ideas. Maybe I I have ideas that I could, like, put out there into the world. Ideas that I could, like, give to people or, like, give to corporations that they would find valuable and they could, like, compensate to me, you know? Like, is there any way that I could become? Is there any possible form that I could become, like, a consultant for like big corporations without having any prior experience in consulting, dude. Because I have some great ideas for some corporations. Like for CVS, dude. I was thinking about CVS. I was thinking about cigaretteless Walgreens over there. Mr. Oh, we have a mission to provide health to our customers. And that's why we are going to stop selling cigarettes. Right, because that's the that's the hard stance that they took on trying to make people healthy. Meanwhile, they still sell honey buns. You know, they still sell fucking off-brand honey buns, which is poison for children. They're targeted for children. Honey buns, dude. They're barely made out of honey. Honey buns don't have fucking honey. It's icing and cinnamon on bread. Like, like, really? Like, oh, you know, we're not going to, we are not going to sell cigarettes to consenting adults. But we're definitely going to sell poisonous sugar, you know, with, with like cartoon characters on it to appeal to children and poison our children. Make them fat, dude. You know, we are going to definitely weaken their toes so when they're adults, dude, those toes fall the fuck out, dude. No flip-flops for future generations, dude. <laughs> Raise a bunch of diabetics, but no, dude. Consenting adults cannot poison themselves. 
I'm fine with cigarettes. I, I, I hate this whole thing where, like, oh, I lost my dad. I lost my dad when I was 15 because he smoked. It's like, well, what else? whatever, dude. Whatever. My dad didn't even smoke and he got cancer. Hey, man, my grandfather, in fact, he died of cancer and he smoked like two packs a day for the rest of his life. He died of cancer, like, at what, 80? It's like, that's a pretty good run, dude. Like, all of your life, you were just incessantly smoking cigarettes, dude, giving yourself that fix, dude. Always under that beautiful comfort of nicotine. Dude, you never said no to yourself. He never tried to quit, you know? And he died at 80? That's a pretty good fucking deal, dude. Shut the fuck up. That's fine. (laughs) It's not that bad. (laughs) Jesus fuck. But yeah, dude, if you really think about it, before I go to the CVS, because I'm I'm, I'm on a tangent right now, but before going to the CVS bit, dude, yeah, honey buns don't have fucking honey in it, dude. It's like, what, what, why do they even call it honey buns, dude? If honey buns actually had honey, really, and, and, if Honey Buns actually had honey, you would see the CEO of, you know, Mr. Honey Bun. You would see the CEO of Honey Buns try to do these, like, Save the Bee campaigns, but they don't. Because Honey Buns don't have honey. Eat a bag of dicks, dude. I've never seen them advocate for, you know, the preservation of bees. Like, there's no fucking way, dude. And even if it is, like, honey, it has to be some fake, like, synthetic. There's no way, dude. There's no way that these, like, dollar-disgusting, you know, preservative-filled pastries, you know, that this corporation has, like, a honey farm, you know. I mean, obviously, I guess they outsource all that shit, but just no fucking way that has real honey, real organic honey, dude, made by healthy bees, made by wild bees. Someone should try to make, like, a really expensive honey bun, you know, <laughs> made from, like, honey from, like, wild bees. They're not, like, bee-kept, dude. It's someone, like, breaking into, you know, these, like, beehives and scraping the honey while they get stung, dude. Wild honey, bro. Just to put on, just to smear it on honey buns and sell it at the farmer's market. But dude, CVS, you know, as I said, cigaretteless Walgreens, they should, like, if they want to make a profit, if they want to make more money, if they want to make more money than their competition, they really got to, like, do something innovating, do something different, you know? Really, it, either Walgreens or CVS has to do something different. I want CVS be to do something different because I'm kind of tired of Walgreens, dude. I'm, I'm really tired of Walgreens, you know? I kind of want CVS to get the lead just to have something different happening in the market. And I really, I think if CVS started bringing pocket pussies, if CVS started bringing pocket pussies, dude, they will be making that dollar, bro. I mean, they already sell fucking vibrators. You know, clitoral massage doohickeys. But they don't sell pocket pussies, dude? Like, why the fuck is it that a chick could walk into any pharmacy, dude? Any pharmacy and buy an object that is much doper than my penis. Okay? They could bring their masturbation game. They could... 
bring it up 10 notches, bro. They're selling fucking 27-speed vibrators, and they can't sell a fucking pocket pussy for your old man, for your fucking bro, for your homie, dude. You know? Anything. Just anything. Why the fuck don't... Why the fuck don't pharmacies, why don't they just sell sex toys for men? Just anything. Anything so I don't have to pleasure myself, you know, throughout this minefield of paper cuts. Like, why the fuck anything, dude? Most people have office jobs, dude. They are rubbing their cocks with their paper cut scar infested hands that's not very pleasurable dude and if a guy wants a pocket pussy we have to go to a sex shop do you know how tedious it is to go to a fucking sex shop dude most sex shops don't have parking okay it's not even worth it dude it's either i spend more i spend a couple of hundos on a pocket pussy but first i have to find parking which is a bitch, which is a bitch, that's why I don't go to sex shops, dude, that's why, that's why I don't explore my kinky side, dude, that's why I'm never going to be able to, you know, cross that path into BDSM, because I gotta fucking find a parking space at a sex shop, dude, most sex shops have, like, two parking spaces, dude, like, they, they have, they have one reserved for the guy that's, that, that works there, and then, then the other parking spot is a handicapped spot, it's like, where the fuck do I park, dude, I gotta illegally park somewhere, you know, just to be able to buy some anal hooks, like, go eat a bag of dicks, dude, don't explore my sexuality, you have to, <laughs> you know, get a parking ticket, it pisses me the fuck off, man, you know? Jesus fucking Christ. And the other parking spot's handicapped, which makes sense, you know, because that means that you suffered an accident and now you're, you know, your life has been capped to only doing handies, you know? You should, we should really start calling incels handicaps. That, <laughs> that's appropriate, you know? They are handicapped. They are born being them, it's like, what are you gonna do? Sometimes, you know, being yourself is <laughs> is a handicap, dude. It is. <laughs> it's not good. At least, you know, give these poor people closer parking, bro, to the GameStop. Closer parking to... <laughs> so they could buy their figurines on time and not sweat much. You know? Incels suffer enough. I hate this hate on incels. You know, people hating incels. It's like, just poor fucking incels, dude. Did you feel bad? Did you just really feel bad for a guy that can't fuck? He just never figured it out, dude. I almost never figured it out. I almost became an incel. I think that's why I have a little soft spot for incels. Because I, 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 I had that mentality, at least in like middle school and kind. I, I kind of had that incel mindset, but you know, I had a girlfriend. But I kind, I kind of get how you could get yourself there. You know, when I was in high school part of college, I didn't know how to get laid, you know, I didn't have my dad when it wasn't in my life, he died when I was 14, you know, so it's like, I, I kind of like, I kind of have empathy for incels, dude, I really do, but you know, that is handicapped as fuck, it is, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like, there was no one in their lives to tell them to ditch the fedora, dude, and to shave the neck beard, they just went with that, dude, 
like, you know, they have scoliosis, you know, they're too fat to do something. It's it's sad, and they can't fuck and t- on top of that, you know, and then you're all shitting on, it's like, you know, like, everyone talks about punching up, punching down. Me, personally, I punch wherever the fuck I want. I don't care. It's just fun to punch. It's just fun to punch. I punch wherever the fuck I want, dude, you know? Like, I'm Puerto Rican. I swear to God, dude, when I move to the United States to do comedy, because that's going to happen, and, you know, probably fail, maybe not. I really, I'm, I'm rooting for myself still. I'm in my early 20s. I'm still rooting for myself. But when I move to the United States to do comedy, dude, I am definitely, you know, when I say offensive things, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to take out my SPIC card, dude. I'm going to take out my SP card for sure, dude. I'm going to have to show my SPIC card. Like, um, excuse me, I'm a minority. I could say fucked up things. I lived in a colony. I'm a victim of a colony. I am allowed to say fucked up things because I've had a fucked up life. And my life's been pretty cool. You know, I live in San Lorenzo in a in a nice cozy area. You know, you, just, you know, sometimes you hear the odd gunshot here and there, but that's happening. Who knows where? It's probably away from me, dude. You know, there's a lot of echo. You can hear, dude. I can hear what's happening on 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 the mountain that's in front of me. So it's like, you know, they could be killing someone very far away from me. There's nothing I could do. I don't even need to call the cops. I don't need to bother. <laughs> Sometimes I'm meditating, dude. Sometimes I'm meditating outside and I hear gunshots. And I and the most ultimate Zen thing to do is to, to not like get up. Really, just just don't get up. Just let the gunshots happen. Let the person bleed out. And just, like, tr- truly ponder about death. Like, oh, man, that person finally, finally could rest in peace. And here I am trying to focus and find Zen, dude. Lucky them. Lucky them. You know? But I, I swear to God, I'm going to have to use my spit card. I'm going to use my colony card, dude. I'm definitely going to overplay, like, how bad and horrific it is to live in a colony. Because it is bad. But it's not like it could be worse. It could be much worse. But I'm definitely gonna overplay it so I could get away saying fucked up things, dude, in the United States. For sure. For sure, dude. I'm a minority and a victim. Fuck yeah. And I'm still like kind of white. Not really, but I'm like racially amb- amb- ambiguous. Like I think I feel like I have the chips. I feel like I have all the cards to like save me from a couple of incidents when I say fucked up things. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I'm an American citizen. What a great life. What am I complaining about, dude? A constant state of annoyance podcast. I have no reason to be annoyed, dude. No reason. Life is beautiful, dude. <laughs> But yeah, dude, if CVS started selling pocket pussies, dude, more accessible pocket pussies in a fucking, you know, I could just park at a CVS. There's always parking at a CVS. There's always, dude, I could buy a pocket pussy. They're going to make a lot of money, dude. Most people don't buy pocket pussies because number one, it's weird, you know? But number two, it's the parking. I swear to God, if it was more accessible, dude, if there were pocket pussies at your local supermarket, dude, at your local bodega, you would buy a fucking pocket pussy, dude. You definitely have a pocket pussy lying around. Women have vibrators. They have drawers filled with them, dude. And it's cute. But a guy buys a pocket pussy and it's weird. It's like, do you know how boring it gets to jerk off, dude? Your other option is to finger yourself as a guy. Like, you know, to like enhance your masturbation life but you know 
that was beaten out of me because of middle school. Like, like I, I, and I was thinking about this the other day. I feel like my generation was like the last, and I don't know what kids are calling each other in college. You know, I'm not sure if they're still calling. I'm not sure if they're still calling each other. You know, when someone does something slightly feminine, I don't know if that's still happening. But I remember, dude, like I in in middle school, we would just call each other gay. That that's just what you did, dude. And I I don't know. I'm not sure. And I don't think it's like homophobia. I'm not I'm I'm not sure. But I just don't I don't see myself fingering myself. And you know, and it, and it's sad. It's a sad thing. And I've talked about this on the podcast because there's like a whole there's a whole new side to my sexuality that's like meant to be there because that's where the fucking male G spot is like I like God wanted men to fuck each other in the ass, dude. You know that's why he made us tough, dude. That's why. <laughs> That's why he made us the strongest gender, dude. You know? Because we were made to take it in the ass, dude. You know? <laughs> he put he programmed the little button in our butt to be touched over and over again, dude. It's like, why? You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to buy an anal hook at fucking CVS in a year from now. They're going to listen to this. They're going to take my advice. Give me some compensation, I hope. But they should sell pocket pussies. And I believe that the reason why these places don't sell pocket pussies, it's because of the pussy. Like, it is kind of ugly to have, like, vaginas, you know, on a shelf. (laughs) You know, on a pedestal. They should, like, put them on pedestals, baby. That would be a little less offensive. I don't know. But I I, I think it's that. But pocket pussies, they don't have to resemble a pussy. Like, make your own. And I I believe that there are, like, pocket pussies that that aren't shaped like a pussy. I don't think that's what turns anyone on. Truly, like, why, why are you designing a clit on a pocket, on a pocket pussy? Like, is it the whole point that I don't have to pleasure it, dude? I don't have to feel ashamed after, you know, after finishing in three pumps? Like, that's the point, dude, of a pocket pussy, dude. You know? No one's, like, looking at the, at the pocket pussy while you're fucking it. You can't look at a vagina while you're fucking it. Well, there's, you know, there's certain, yeah, of course, there are certain, you know, positions where you can see your dick inserting the vagina, but... Like, while you're fucking a pocket pussy, I don't think that's the main attraction. Like, I'm fucking, I'm fucking something that's not alive. I don't think that's the, I don't think that's what turns most people on. The fact that it's a vagina, you know? Most people, I guess, they're, like, watching porn while using the pocket pussy. So, like, the, you know, the vaginal design of the pocket pussy, I think it's just, it's a little bit too much. I don't think we really need that, dude. Just make a tube, dude. That's what, oh, dude, if CVS designed their own pocket pussies, dude, it's just a tube, dude. Just a fucking tube, a hole, you know, some like gel-like substance that feels good around my dick. Dude, boom, boom, you know, make it accessible. Fuck it. Dude, I know that most people, you know, and it's pretty hacky at this point. Like the biggest problem with the pocket pussy is that most people don't want to clean a pocket pussy. And I get that. I don't want to clean a pocket pussy either, you know. I don't want to like boil it and, and water like a hot dog. I don't know how the fuck you clean it. But, you know. You, you think that, like, the engineers in, like, the sex toy in- industry would figure it out already. You truly did. You know? Like, what I, like, I don't know why they haven't, like, built a little door under the pocket pussy where I just, like, blow on it, you know, and the cum just comes out from, you know, from the bottom like a fucking flute or a trombone, you know? There's, like, a little button. You've, you've ever seen people play, like, wind instruments? Where just, like, a little button on saxophones have it, too. It's, like, a little button that they press. And they blow and like all the saliva just comes out of there, dude. That's what they have to do with pocket pussies, bro. That's what they have to do with pocket pussies. 
Or if not, what they could also do, with what CVS should do, is have like, you know, cartridges of like, of lube. So instead of just like, you know, you sell like three packs for like seven bucks. I mean, that's the perfect price, you know? And, and it's these cartridges that you put inside of the pocket pussy. Make the pocket pussy vibrate. Jesus Christ, can you give men some fucking features? Fuck, man. There's no features to jerk off as a guy, except your anus. I guess I guess we're just going to have to cross that bridge, dude, you know, and just stop being so ignorant. I think <laughs> I think that's what God wanted. And or or maybe Satan programmed. Ah, that's what it is. Gosh darn it, Satan. Always oh, trying to trick us. Nah, but <laughs> that is a pretty funny and pretty obvious like, you know, retort against anyone who says like oh yeah homosexuality is is wrong it's a sin it's a perversion it's like yeah but the, the, why is that there dude like if your god's so sentient and all-knowing why did he randomly just put a g-spot in the male anus like honestly you can't argue against that dude like checkmate fucker checkmate but dude yeah sell pocket pussies with like you know cartridges with like lube inside of it, you know, you put inside the pocket pussy, you come in it, you take it out, you throw it away, you put a new cartridge in. Dude, you're making more money by selling cartridges. You know, you fucking take away the stigma of not selling pocket pussies in fucking pharmacies, okay? You sell this design again. People are going to be buying cartridges over and over again. Sure, people are going to fucking, you know, put these come filled cartridges and they're gonna throw it in the fucking trash and that's gonna end up in the ocean and you know there's probably gonna be some dolphin or some whale with a bunch of like cum you know filled pocket pussy you know fleshlight cartridges they're, they're, it's gonna be stuck in their blowhole and they're you know they're gonna be washed up at sea with a bunch of you know and that's not gonna be a good look for the company but hey dude hey think about it sell pocket pussies at fucking pharmacies I'm getting lonely. I <laughs> I hate looking for parking. <laughs> I, I also have other good ideas for like McDonald's, dude. Bro, McDonald's has to step up their fucking game, bro. McDonald's cannot just, you know, McDonald's, I felt like they slept on the wheel. You know, like their biggest accomplishment was what, dude? You know, breakfast after 11? After that, what the fuck has, has McDonald's done, dude? Truly, truly, they haven't done anything. They haven't done anything impressive, dude. They've plateaued, you know? It's like, didn't you, like, make, like, half of the world, like, fat? Like, if you're going to make the world fat, make the people, make people fat creatively. That's why I respect Taco Bell, dude. Taco Bell, they get creative, dude. They're putting fucking Fritos and burritos, a Frito burrito. It's like, it's it's there, dude. It's there. I swear to God, dude, that the fucking, you know, the people who design tacos at Taco Bell, they do a lot of drugs, dude. I think it's like a requisite to do a lot of drugs to be able to, like, design tacos for Taco Bell because they do it for stoners. Let's be honest, dude. That's like the ultimate stoner fast food. But it's pretty funny because, at least in Puerto Rico, if you want to work at Taco Bell, at a Puerto Rican Taco Bell, you have to pass a drug test, which is like, what the f- like, don't you like want people who are passionate about your product to work in your business? Like, 
you need the stoner, bro. You need the stoner, dude. You need the stoner that's going to one day come to work high. And he's going to whip up some shit that's going to blow your mind, dude. You take credit for the idea, you know? The company probably gives you like 200 bucks for, you know, helping them invent a new burrito. That's what they do at Starbucks, dude. If you make like a new recipe, you, you could sell the recipe to Starbucks. And they give you like 30 bucks. It's just so, something ridiculous, dude. They're going to profit thousands upon, you know, millions, millions of dollars, dude. And you get nothing. It's crazy. It's crazy. But McDonald's has like plateaued. They've like fell asleep on the wheel. They haven't done anything, dude. What I truly believe that McDonald's should do is that they should buy Chili's. McDonald's should merge with Chili's. They keep the restaurants. They keep the restaurants. But once in a while, I think that McDonald's should do like a crossover with Chili's, dude. Think about it. Think about it. Baby back McRibs. Baby back McRibs. Are you fucking listening to me right? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? The McRib is always back and it's always disappointing. Why don't we bring it back? Strongle Mc McDonald's. You haven't done anything good in years. What the fuck is this bullshit where, where you're trying to lie to us about having like signature hamburgers designed by chefs? Like, who gives a fuck? You're McDonald's. McDonald's. If I wanted a quality burger, I'd go to a burger joint. I'd go to Fun Rockers. I'd go somewhere else if I want to pay $10 for a burger. No one's paying 10 bucks for a burger at McDonald's. Jesus Christ, dude. Ever since they ever since they took Ronald off the roster, it's all been haywire. They've been fucking spinning in no direction, doing nothing. Why are you trying to lie to me about having some art? Oh, we have artisanal buns. Really? Really those buns? They're handmade. They're made by artisan, you motherfucker. They're made by artisans. Your buns at McDonald's. Yeah, right. We are employing artisans. Who are the artisans? Who are the artisans? Six-year-old... Indian boys, you know? You can't just call them artisans. You can't just call your slaves artisans. You fuck. Artisanal. We have art. What does that even mean? What does that even fucking mean, McDonald's? You know? I saw it. That bread, you, you took it out of a bag, bro. Artisans. Shut the fuck up. With your fucking merge with chilies. Holy shit. McBaby back. Ribs. Like, hello? It's right there. You're welcome. <laughs> Give me a sponsorship. Give me a spot on a commercial. I need some I need some dollar bills, dude. But it's all marketing at the end of the day, dude. Like it's so crazy how. Yeah, I mean that's what they've been doing, you know. Oh they throw out keywords, artisanal. Starbucks does the same thing, handcrafted. It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. You know? Is, do you have, is the actual chef cooking at McDonald's? And if he is, why? Did he lose his job? Is he going through a divorce? What's going, like, it's just, you can't fucking, you can't fucking say that someone from a restaurant designed it. And you can't expect me to believe, oh, so this is like restaurant food? Like, 
like, come on, dude. That's a false equivalency. The fuck are you trying to do? Why are you trying to lie to me? Like, I, I'm at McDonald's, dude. I want sweaty, greasy food, dude. Why is McDonald's always trying to be healthy, dude? You know? Just go completely unhealthy. Don't even try. No one believes it, dude. No one believes that you're trying to 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 do the wrong that you did to the population. We get it. I mean, we all blame McDonald's for, like, making everybody fat, but there's other contestants. There's other fast food contestants, you know? It's not just McDonald's. I don't know. Maybe McDonald's is, like, the most visited fast food. I get it. I understand it. But whatever, dude. Whatever. You know? You don't see fucking drug dealers, you know? You don't see fucking drug dealers, <laughs> you know, they sell drugs for years and they're like, you know what, we are going to sell, I don't know, they just water, they start a water company because they feel bad, I don't know, it's like, who cares, bro, who fucking cares, stop with the lies, anyways, let me look for the inspirational quote of the week, but anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote, I love inspirational quotes, they really help me through my week and the inspirational quote of the week is care about what other people think and you will always be their prisoner lao su is a really great great quote but i i i mean i guess mcdonald's cares about what people think but we are all their prisoners so Jesus Christ, dude, I think McDonald's has proven ancient Chinese proverbs wrong. But anyways, that is the podcast, motherfuckers. I really hope you motherfuckers enjoyed it. If you're not following me on social media, hey, please follow me on Facebook and on Instagram. All that information is on the episode notes. I cued the music too late. I'm embarrassed. But yeah, if you really enjoy this podcast, hey, dude, share it with a friend. That really helps me so fucking much. You have no idea, dude. Word of mouth is the best way to spread the podcast. And if you really enjoy this podcast, hey, rate it on iTunes. That really helps, too, with the algorithm. It's all about tickling the algorithm. That's all that we're trying to do. But anyways, I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Peace the fuck out.